Delano's Top of the Week. It's that time of the week when we get the folks from Delano into the studio to have a little chat about something that is in the news, look at some events that are coming up this week in Luxembourg City, and then there's always a personal pick at the end, um, which is slightly different every time. I've got Duncan Roberts with me uh, in the studio right now. Good morning, Duncan. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. Yeah, true. But nice to have you back in the studio uh, with me today. Um, the topic that we're talking about today is airline staff shortages that have been affecting Luxair as well as uh, many other international airlines. Um, why, why are these shortages happening now and, and what effect is it having on, on air travel? Well, I think we've seen the headlines everywhere. There's been chaos everywhere, especially uh, in the UK over the bank holiday weekend uh, last week. Um, this all goes back to the pandemic, unfortunately. Um, airlines, of course, were one of the worst hit was one of the worst hit sectors in during the pandemic. Um, they collectively lost billions of, of euros or pounds in, in revenue. They had to, you know, a lot of them had to drastically cut their, their workforce. Um, some some were aided by government bailouts, uh, and Luxair was supported very well by the government, but even so. Um, and now there's a sort of rebound in tourism. People, you know, the, the pandemic's not over, of course, but a lot mm-hmm. of the lockdown uh, restrictions have been lifted on travel. Um, so everybody wants to go on, <laughs> on holiday again for the first time in two years. Yeah. Um, there's been a, about a 75, I think in March it was about a 75% rebound. So 75% of the pre-pandemic passenger numbers were, were back. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the problem was that you know, a lot of people left, left the industry found new jobs, um, and they're not going to go back. Um, there's several reasons for this. Chief among them is sort of working conditions, people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult to hire staff because they have to work weekends or nights. Um, they have to physically be present. A lot of people have may, might have found jobs where they can you know, do some teleworking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's difficult for them, for the airlines, to get back uh, the staff that they had to cut. Yeah, I, I w- I've been in airports a couple of times over the past few weeks. One of them was uh, Luxembourg City, uh, just quite recently, um, and in both cases, I noticed like really, really much longer lines um, than I'd seen before. Um, before I, when I was traveling, kind of pre-pandemic, and it's just um, and I, like you said, we've seen on the news uh, that like there's absolute chaos going on in UK airports, really struggling to manage the flow of passengers because. Um, they just aren't the stuff to process them. So yeah, it's it's the processing, it's the security, it's the baggage handling, um, and the airlines are saying that they're trying to recruit, but all these things, you know, people need to be trained up, especially for security and baggage handling, and they also need to pass security checks from the airports themselves. You know, mm-hmm. um, so not everybody is is capable of doing that. Um, in the UK, people are saying Brexit is a bit of a problem. Um, some of the airline industry uh, spokespeople have said well yeah before we used to recruit about 60% of our staff from EU countries or EU people people living in uh, in the UK which is just not the case anymore so maybe in the UK it's a bit exacerbated by by Brexit but it's a problem that's everywhere been noticed everywhere Amsterdam you know all the big hubs Amsterdam Frankfurt Paris have, have really suffered um, and it's likely to continue. Um, Luxair say they're trying to recruit staff. They've they've put out adverts for pilots and for mm-hmm. for other crew, but um, we'll see what happens. So this is probably a, an issue that we're going to be dealing with for for still some time to come. Yeah, um, I, I would say so. Um, one one lobby group uh, said that a recent job fair, for instance, for one airport, 
uh, they, where they were hoping to attract 800 candidates and just four people turned Oh, up. really? Wow. <laughs> so it's just, not, it's just not a job that people are looking for at the moment. Um, the other problem, if you're going on holiday, and this, we're talking about this because the holiday period's coming up, mm-hmm. is um, car rentals as well. Yeah. There was what they what they called Carmageddon, <laughs> the Carmageddon in 2020. It's really crazy. It's so expensive at the moment. Yeah, to hire cars is really expensive. Yeah. Um, back here in Luxembourg, I hired a car two weeks ago to go to Austria. It wasn't that bad, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's there's a lack of cars basically. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe f- the fuel, pr- get, uh, like um, fuel prices, fuel like prices being affected, have also has something to do with it. As well. yeah. I I was in Ireland uh, a few weeks back, um, and we were looking to hire a car for two days, and uh, the quotes we were getting were eight hundred euros wow. for two days. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> one uh, fix that I found was um, I I found a, a peer-to-peer car sharing app, so it's kind of like oh, Airbnb, right. okay. but for uh, but for cars, so people hire out their cars privately and we managed to get one for a pretty pretty normal price okay well yeah so that's one like one tip for people if they're going on holiday and <laughs> need to rent a car good. have a look if if those apps exist because each, i think each country has its own app like that there's one in the uk right. called hire car the one in ireland was called fleet okay uh yeah so that's, well, a, that's like a little everything. tip yeah there's the, when there's a gap in the market or the people in the business is struggling you know people are going to come out in with innovative ideas like that that's yeah. great um, but we've also seen uh, flights getting cancelled just because there aren't the staff to, to man them. Yeah, I mean, Lufthansa have said they're cancelling around 900 flights this summer, mostly into into Europe, so transatlantic mm-hmm. flights aren't so affected. But, uh, yeah, this is a problem. Um, and there, of course, there are rights, especially if you are in the European Union, there are certain rights. Um, apparently, if the cancellation is announced more than 15 days in advance, the passenger can claim back the the ticket price obviously but no other compensation but if the cancellation is less than 15 days in advance um, passengers are allowed entitled to some sort of compensation you know maybe maybe for hotel Mm -hmm. you know if they if they've had to stay in a hotel because of the the cancellation uh, all sorts of other stuff um, compensation of between 250 and 600 euros can be can probably be claimed okay yeah. As well as a refund on the flight? As well or? as the refund okay. on the flight, yeah. Right. Um, so, I guess, ha- is there some kind of prediction of how we can expect this to play out over the summer? Um, and, and, and will, you know, are people going to be kind of having trouble planning holidays for, for some I time to come? I think there are, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard of people, uh, a colleague of ours, in fact, who had a flight booked to Mexico with um, a Dutch airline. I'm not going to say which Dutch airline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, they, they found out just by searching the web that the flight had been cancelled. They hadn't even been informed by the airline themselves. And, they, and she's trying to sort that out at the moment. I mean, you know, wow. that's, her, that's her main holiday, you know, of the summer, you know, possibly ruined. Um, oh, no. So there's lot, yeah, there are, there are problems. People have said, you know, book in advance so that you are in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that if the flight gets cancelled, at least you'll get some compensation, maybe, uh, or f- they have to find it, the airline has to find you an alternative route. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to continue. They reckon by the beginning of 2023, maybe spring 2023, uh, passenger numbers will be back to pre pre pandemic levels. So yeah, the airports and the airlines really need to get their, yeah. <laughs> their act together and and hire people. Maybe. Maybe that will, you know, they'll have to increase salaries or offer some other incentive, which again will be passed on to passengers probably in ticket prices. Right. Yeah. Um, 
I read a, an article that was saying in, in the States, the problem is easing a bit, but they were also saying the States in terms of travel is a year ahead of, of Europe. Right. In terms of post-pandemic rebound, so okay. it might be you know might be until next summer before we we've, we're fully back to, to where we were before right. the pandemic. And I guess another um, thing to remember is if you can get to the airport early because those lines are so long at the moment that um, I, I nearly missed my flight last time because the, yeah. it just took so long. It took over an hour to get through the security, and I arrived at the gate just as you know I was thinking I was yeah. the last person to get on the plane. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we have been spoiled in Luxembourg. I mean, yeah. you know, you used to turn up 40 minutes before and you, you could waltz through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, over an hour is, is probably advisable now. In other airports, <clears throat> people are saying three hours before. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm flying to Manchester at the end of August. So <laughs> right. they've, they, they've had really big problems they've there, haven't really they? They've had really big problems. So yeah. uh, on the way back, we're going to get there three hours before. Okay. But, peop- but airline experts were saying as well, don't turn up too far in advance because that adds to the chaos. Right, yeah, of course. So people are, you know, some people are turning up five hours in advance and that just adds to the, to right. the, the bottleneck. <laughs> just too many people in yeah, there at the same exactly. time. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say for, for the major airports, three hours should be sufficient, but don't take my word on it. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't want people suing me for compensation. Right. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. Uh, we, I'm going to play a track now. When we come back, we're going to look at some events that you've picked out for this week in Luxembourg. Where we're back in the studio with Duncan Roberts from Delano uh, for Delano's top of the week. Uh, we just had a little chat about uh, the air air stuff shortages that are affecting the aviation industry at the moment. Uh, right now, we're going to look at some events that Duncan's picked out for listeners to look forward to uh, in Luxembourg this week. What have we got first, Duncan? Uh, first of all, on the 15th of June, um, right next door here, we've got Halado Negro at Rotonde. Yes, um, really great artist. Played one yeah. of his tracks earlier on in yeah. the show. Very good stuff. Um, very interesting. Uh, so his, he's p- performing music from his latest album at Rotonde on, on Wednesday. Um, and support comes from Luxembourg singer-songwriter Bartleby Delicate. All right, that's George who George does shows from, on yeah, here sometimes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, then on the 16th of June, something completely different. Um, we have the European Risk Management Conference uh, hosted by the ALFI. Uh, the Association for the Luxembourg Fund Industry and the Luxembourg Association for Risk Management. Um, so that's an annual conference up at Lux Expo all day on Thursday. And then on Saturday, 18th of June, uh, Kit Cancer Into Touch is hosting its uh, annual golf fundraising event in Cannach. So that's, that's always a, a good event, uh, very friendly people <laughs> and doing something for a good cause. Uh, it's not all about golf, it's, you know, it's a family social event as well. Okay. So well worth checking out right and all of these events can be found uh, on the Delano website on the Delano yeah. agenda yeah. in the agenda section yeah, exactly great cool uh, and well, in our 10 things newsletter which you can sign up to for free <laughs> <laughs> bit of plugging there it comes out every Saturday morning okay and they can also probably find links to that through the website yeah on the website yeah, yeah. All right, great. Uh, we're going to round things out with a personal pick by you. What have we got this week? Uh, this week I'm going to pick Sharon van Etten, who I went to see in Antwerp last week. Okay. Absolutely fantastic Good concert. Gig. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. Open air, really nice open air setting in the woods. Mm, nice. Um, yeah, so this is, uh, this song's called Mistakes. It's the most sort of poppy, anthemy sort of track from her new album called We've Been Going About This All Wrong, which has gotten some really good reviews. Um, really good singer-songwriter. Okay, brilliant. Well, thanks so much for coming in to talk to me today. Uh, and we will have you or one of your colleagues in next week for yeah. another Top of the Week. This is Sharon Van Etten and Mistakes. Mm-hmm.